0: This is GabNet, the great American broadcast network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. Washington, D.C. studios of the Great American Broadcast Network. You're with Rob Alfano's Exchange. It's a Monday night. I know football's on, but we want to hear from you. GabNet live on Skype or call 347-352-0079 and let's connect. We are. I hope you uh, enjoyed your weekend. Um, I actually did. It was uh, a, a nice weekend this past weekend. The weather was absolutely stunning here in the DC metro area. I have to say, um, it was relaxing and it was fun. And of course, when that alarm goes off, I'll tell you Monday is the hardest. I think Monday night is the toughest program to do for me because. You sort of get off schedule a little bit. You know, I like to sleep in on the weekends a little bit, not get up at 6 a.m. So, <laughs> you know, about now you get a little bit tired. Um, but we, uh, we've we got a lot of good things to talk about tonight. And again, uh, we're looking forward to your participation in Rob Alfano's exchange. And how you do that is through Skype. That's the primary way to contact all of the programs here on the Great American Broadcast Network we we have something called a citizen panel and we'd like you to participate all you need to do is type in gabnet live all one word into Skype and you will connect with us or if you don't have Skype you don't want Skype you don't have a computer you hate computers i don't know You can call us on the telephone, 347-352-0079 is the phone number. And I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. I'm going to press this button, and that will launch Skype. And we're going to open it up so we give you a chance to uh, give us a call. Don't forget, uh, tonight at 10 p.m., at 10 p.m we are we'll have Alex Bennett's ramble here. that's uh, 10 p.m. to midnight tonight, Eastern time and then at midnight it's Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content and uh, it's Monday, so it must be moop, moose poop Monday That's tonight here on the Great American Broadcast Network. I'm being so formal this evening, Gabnet. that's who we are. and we are joined on the Citizen panel by none other than Rin. How are you tonight, Rin?
1: I'm good. How are
0: you? I'm good, thanks. How's the cat?
1: Right now, he's chasing a fly. So, he, <laughs> I, I don't exist in the at the moment.
0: That's the cool thing about cats, and I've said that ever since I've gotten mine. Is, bugs don't stand a chance in this house. He won't kill them. He plays with them. But he points them out to me so I can go ahead and grab a yep. tissue and get him out of here, but never does a, uh, a bug get, get by here because she is just, you know, focused when, whenever there's a bug around. So that's kind of a cool thing. I think, uh, Doug Dupuy joined us. Um, but I heard a noise. Oh, there he is. And we're also joined by Damien and or Nicole. looks like it's just Damien unless Nicole's out of shot, earshot, or eye shot. No, just me today. Just you today. Um, And um, hope you guys all had a good weekend. Anything exciting? Not at all. (laughs) It was boring. Exciting? Nothing? Just a boring weekend, huh? I can't say my weekend was exciting, but just not being in the office has has an appeal to it. Now, Damien, you work seven days a week since you live on your property, right?
2: No, I only work five days a week.
0: So the other two days, they have somebody else cover for you?
2: Yeah, there there are two employees here, and I'm the, actually the assistant manager. Um, I'm the on-site manager. I'm the one who lives here, but we actually have a store manager who runs the place. Oh. She doesn't live here, but she runs the office uh, five days a week, and then I cover the office the two days that she's not here. The other days, the other three days that I'm on duty, I do maintenance.
3: Is so, she doing paperwork and stuff like that? Yeah, the yes
2: and no. I mean, I do my share of the paperwork. I am the assistant manager. I'm the backup manager. So whenever right. there's paperwork that needs to be done and she's not here, yeah, I do that paperwork.
3: Well, I heard you say you did the maintenance, so I was like, wonder if that was like a little trade-off there.
2: Well, uh, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I definitely do all the maintenance. I also do some of the paperwork.
0: Do you get to choose your days off, or are you off weekends, or do you work weekends? No.
2: I, I'm off um Sunday and Monday and uh she's off Friday and Saturday. Ah,
3: okay. Yeah, so you got your weekend there. Yeah, it's it's
2: kind of a weekend and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I generally do maintenance. Uh, this is a special week because she's off for a week for her daughter's uh, wedding, so I'm actually covering for her. Uh, and That's why I was here last week when we got served with a search warrant, <laughs> which is a lot of fun.
0: I'll bet that We're happens now. a good deal of time. I'll bet that happens a good deal of time. People put stuff in storage, whether it be maybe from a broken relationship, a broken marriage, and, and then the the law gets involved because... The lawyers get involved and they go, well, you know, I I, I was, uh, when I got divorced the first time, my wife, my ex-wife, I got to say this about her. She didn't have a a nasty bone in her body. We just weren't meant to be married. When When her mother found out we were getting a divorce, they went out and hired a crazy high-priced attorney. And they were going to come after my lungs, which... I didn't have any lungs to come after, but what I did have. And so one night I was sort of laying on the bed. We had already decided we were getting a divorce. I was laying on the bed, and she comes in the house. And this is like one of the, maybe the last weeks we were living together and she comes walking into the bedroom and she starts crying. And I thought, Oh my God, something happened. So I said, what's wrong? She came over and said, I, I, you know, I, uh, I, uh, you know, hugged her. What's going on? She says, my parents, they are getting involved in this and, and they want to take you for everything you've got. And they're going to hire an attorney and he's going to empty out the house when you go out. And you know, I, she never got him. we, we, <laughs> we didn't get to that point. But oh, I'm God. sure you see that this attorney would have emptied out the place and put it in storage, and I'm sure you get those kinds of, uh, you know, those kinds of things. You gotta love this the was, you gotta love the in laws there.
3: Well,
2: this was actually a criminal warrant that was served on us. Um, I don't know if you you guys uh, undoubtedly don't read the local paper here, but we had um, somebody here in Kittade, um busted over the weekend for a. Hugantic hash making facility (laughs) it
4: must
2: must have been here based on the description in the um, news article it must have been here in the neighborhood um but also this guy clearly had a storage unit with us and so on thursday we were actually served with a uh, search warrant for this person's storage unit and um Yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of drama and, you know, of course you have to comply with a search warrant, but I still have all sorts of legal stuff that I have to go through. Like, for instance, I have to comply with a search warrant, but I am not allowed to cut the lock off the unit. The officers have to do that themselves, you know. So, you know, once they have a search warrant over the unit, they now have more... They now have more legal rights over the unit than I do, even though I'm the on-site manager of all 500 units here.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, That's yeah, responsibility. You know, it goes so far, though. I mean, yeah, it is the law. Have you ever caught anybody like living in one of their units?
2: No, actually, but it's not unheard of. Um, this facility, in particular. I mean, you know I'm the I on-site mean, manager. I, mean,
4: I know you right, know. You're right. <laughs>
2: This is specifically my job is to make sure that nobody lives here. Uh,
0: we just got a phone call, and I'd like to. T- uh, I don't know who it is because it's uh, somebody calling our phone line.
4: Who just joined us?
2: Whoever it is, they never Hello.
0: Hello. Hello. I'm going to need to disconnect you because uh, you're disrupting. your uh, your feeding back. Um Hello. Hello. Yes.
4: Better. Yeah. This is Bob.
0: Bob, how are you?
4: I'm doing fine. Robert Burns is, but it, I go by Bob.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, you've called Alex's program, correct?
4: Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: Oh, I know who are you. I recognize you. How are you tonight?
4: I am doing good. I'm over near Indianapolis, and it's raining.
0: Truck driver, correct?
4: Yeah, that's it.
0: Uh huh. Well, welcome to the program. Anything uh, you'd like to uh, open up with here? Anything on your mind?
4: No, I'm just just listening in right now. Okay. Uh, I'm on the road, so uh, very good. Uh, I'm in and out on the on the reception and stuff. So right. i will just can, listen you by, to you. Okay. Driving by right
3: now. Okay. By some cities or farmland, or
4: I'm sorry.
0: He's asking, uh, "What are you driving by right now? You're driving by farmland. You driving by cities?
4: Uh, oh. I'm just uh, coming from Kansas City, uh, headed to Dayton, Ohio, and uh, I'll be coming into Indianapolis here in about five or ten minutes.
0: That sounds good." I've always, i always I think it's like a romantic thing to be on the road like that all the time. I don't know. Um
4: Yeah. It's getting old. <laughs> I'm sixty six and my legs are giving out on me. I got neuropathy and stuff. But uh
0: You just killed all the I can't get out
4: of my br- I got diesel fuel on my brain.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We've just been joined by Revelstoke Jim, who I'm the host of this program tonight, and I feel highly underdressed. <laughs>
2: uh, well, that's my. Uh, hang on, that's is- my uh, general manager look. I was doing some other stuff. Oh, I well, see. Well, he's not wearing his Iron Man helmet. <laughs> no, no, but I did get a. Uh, I did get a. Uh, Star Wars. I got a Darth Vader helmet over the weekend, so. Oh,
4: fun.
3: Anyway,
2: that, that's for Miranda's No, yes.
3: I, was, I was
2: i was phoning to make sure your Skype was working fine.
0: Yeah, I upgraded it. Is, uh, huh. You sent me that uh, note. I upgraded it. Right? It seems to be working fine. Great. That's all I just wanted to check. And not bothered by the <laughs> You know, time for an upgrade. Every time you go to type the password and all—that's—it's that, it's nice yeah, to have this yeah, thing upgrade. No, I,
3: I figured it was time to do a little test, so we did a little test, and I—it worked for me, so I thought I'd pass it on
0: to you. And now I wanted to make sure you were up and running, and everything was fine. Yeah, everything is good. Everything is good. So uh, you're ready for right. Moose poop Monday? Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go shovel some more of it. <laughs> okay, Jim. Thanks for calling oh, in. I'm uh, listening. All right. Bye. Bye. All right.
3: Wait, he's dressed right for that job there.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the general manager's job. He, I was, I got a little concerned. I thought maybe he was going to take me into HR, and, and it was going to be the end, you know? Severance package. Two weeks Too
2: much pay. egregious usage of the word fuck, right? <laughs>
0: But um, anybody We're get
2: brought down by the FCC any second now,
0: right? No, they can't control us, unfortunately. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. How about that?
2: I think that's fortunately. Did you guys hear um, Midnight Movie Nights uh, on Saturday night? <laughs> no,
0: I didn't. Why?
2: Uh, not. They, they, they were trying to exceed the amount of fucks that was in uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and I'm not sure if they actually did, but boy, they were sure of, uh, flying hey,
0: hey, what, high. <laughs> but, but I'm just curious: what
3: movie said the word "fuck" the most? You have Blue Velvet, you have Scarface.
2: No, it, it was, it yeah. Wasn't it Scarface was the was the uh, record holder, wasn't it? But I believe that Wolf of Wall Street has surpassed that 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 particular wow. record. Wow. I think Wolf of Wall Street. There was an article about it. Yeah, there was an article about it six months ago or so that Wolf wow, of Wall dude. Street actually exceeded the record, which I believe was set by
3: Scarface. Hmm. Well, Dennis Hopper was in, you know, almost uh, the full movie of Blue Velvet. They might have surpassed it, but he he kind of like came in halfway through.
0: I I have not seen Blue Velvet. You're Is kidding it- me? No, I never saw it. Is that a good you movie?
2: Gotta, it's, a, it's a real cult film, and I did see it, and, you know, I love David Lynch, but I really don't like that film. How I old mean, is that movie? A, How old is
0: it?
2: It's very disturbing. I mean, there's a lot of disturbing stuff. If, you, if you're if you not into rape and you're not into things like that, then you may not find
3: it very enjoyable. <laughs> mm. It's I mean, yeah, watch. I mean, yeah, if you don't like it, that's fine, but yeah, it's just... It's like one of those movies i watched a bunch of times and what year was that made 1986 oh, okay. matter of fact not too long ago when i was like taking pictures on going crazy taking pictures on my cell phone my wife and i they made that movie in uh, wilmington mm-hmm. and so i went around to like those old site locations now took pictures of them you know post on facebook like you know guess the movie came out in 1986 right away everybody pretty much picked it up but it's but like the old hardware store where Kyle McLaughlin was working in, I mean, it's kind of sad because like that place is all closed down, boarded up, and it didn't really feel too safe taking a the picture there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I tell you, I uh, I don't know how I missed that movie though, because it was right around the time when I was seeing a lot of movies and I, I was working in television, and I don't know why I missed that movie, but I, I is that, I guess I can rent it now.
2: Oh yeah, Yeah. it's it's worth running. It's worth. I'd like
0: to check it out. Do
2: you you like David Lynch films?
0: I couldn't tell you a David Lynch film from a any other film. Be honest. You
2: may not like Blue Velvet. Then I mean, did you watch Twin
3: Peaks? No, no. Did you watch Elephant Man?
0: Elephant Man.
3: Yeah. David Lynch did Elephant Man. Yeah, he I also did Dune. Not...
2: I'm not sure if you're a sci-fi fan, yeah, but Dune. he did Dune. Yeah, Dune
4: was weird.
2: <laughs> well, sure, well, I... it was weird, but it it made a lot of sense if you if there had read the book and yeah, you it yeah, could yeah.
0: fill in the blanks. I listen to <laughs> you. I listen to people on here all the time talk about movies, and I'm amazed about the recall that people have and the knowledge. I go to a movie, I either like it or I don't like it. I really can't tell you why. I really can't tell you who's in it. I don't do well with tracking actors except for the big old timers like De Niro and, you know, and those guys. And so I listen and I go and, you know, they like Mark Thorner. When he when he gets into it, I just I'll never forget the night I was first night. I think I filled in for Albert. I mentioned a movie called Not of this Earth and Mark just. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's. A, and then, you know, I said, it's too bad you can't. Go. Oh, yes, you can. I, I ordered the DVD. <laughs> I mean, it, well, the, it's amazing recall. That just amazes me. And I have Mark none of that. Mark in
2: particular is kind of a savant in this sort of thing. You know, <laughs> Mark, Mark seems to be totally full of trivia that Unbelievable. I'm not sure anybody else would remember. And, you know, this is why society has people like Mark. <laughs> so <that> somebody remembers. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: surprised that he hasn't uh, been able to join us for any of the trivia nights because he's got that kind of uh, knowledge
3: that's true. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I think he would. He would do very well in it.
3: Do me a favor, Rob. Go to YouTube. Go to Blue Velvet and then type in Paps Blue Ribbon, and it's a scene with uh, Dennis Hopper. It's kind of a funny, scene. and it's kind of like a you know, it, it's kind of a bizarre scene. But that's sort of like what the movie is like. I mean, if you like that scene, then you'll like the movie. If you don't like that scene, which like mean, I, that's one of my favorite scenes from the movie. um then don't yeah, but if don't, you, if, But it. if you don't like it, then don't bother. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've also met a number of
2: people who were not Dennis Hopper fans. And if you are not a Dennis Hopper fan, you should probably
3: not watch Blue Velvet. I only
0: know Dennis Hopper from he was on a TV show. He was a star of a TV show for a while, right?
3: Well, he did Twin Peaks.
0: Yeah, but, but before that.
3: But Damien brought that up, though. You know, he did Twin Peaks. And then it was another show. It was like, some radio You're show. You're talking that. about
2: David Lynch. Um, um, Dennis Hopper wasn't on 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 Twin Peaks.
3: Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I thought you. Said, I, I misunderstood what you said. I no, you said I said it.
0: that Dennis Hopper did a television program years ago. I believe.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the '60s. Uh, and
0: that's what I think I remember him from.
3: Highway 66.
0: Well, or... oh, he was an easy rider.
3: Well, yeah, he was an easy rider. Apocalypse Now.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I like him. I, I, oh, yeah. I recognized him as soon as I saw, as soon as I heard the name, but again, most, again, he's one of the old timers. You talk about any of the actors today, actresses today, and I, you know, I can't watch the Tonight Show or any of those programs because I have no interest in what these new uh, actors and actresses get up there and talk about. You know, they're up there to progr- to to, uh, to promote their movies or their, whatever they're up there to promote, and then they get into stories and I'm just, I just zone out. What?
3: You know, you bring up Dennis Hopper, and we're talking about uh, Blue Velvet came out in 1986. Another good movie that came out in 1986 that Dennis Hopper was in was called The River's Edge. That oh. had Kent Reeves. That's mm-hmm. a great movie. <laughs> I mean, Dennis Hop- that's the best Another movie ever. Another movie
2: that's only great if you love it. And if you don't love it, it sucks. That's true. I'm I'm actually not a big fan of River's Edge, but I can watch it and I can understand why everybody thinks that movie is so fantastic. Because it is a very good film. I personally hate it. (laughs) <laughs> but you gotta and, Dennis, um, you have know. to be a, a Dennis Hopper fan and you also have to be a um Crispin Glover fan. Because Crispin Glover is the other big um role in that film. Yeah, that's and you're not was was a Crispin Great. Glover fan. I love
3: him. That's what yeah, he, he was hot, really, right? But, but you gotta you gotta it's, love Dennis Hopper's girlfriend in that movie there. It was a blow up doll, wasn't it? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, like he, he takes it into a Seven Eleven. He goes like, "Hey, you got like any Bud and bottles with <laughs> this inflatable doll?" And they're robbing the store.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, I see why you'd like it now. Uh, <laughs> it makes pretty much sense. He played a great
5: part in uh, the movie Hoosiers.
0: Who, yeah, Who's that, Dennis Hopper? Came out
5: in
3: 1986. That also came out eighty six. That like, was Dennis Hopper's year.
0: I feel like such yeah. an idiot when we talk about movies. I I, I I cannot remember one movie Dennis Hopper was in. Uh, and, and when you get past, like, The Godfather, I can tell you who was in that, I, I'm really lost. I mean, it's like, I, I just it doesn't stick with me. I have a friend, one day we were going, we were just sitting around in a conversation, like a group of us. And then we, they were talking about this movie. And I said, gee, I, you know, I don't want to see that. And he said, idiot, we saw it.
3: <laughs> what? I
2: showed it to you two months ago. What we the hell? saw
0: it together. Yeah, <laughs> that's happened to me before, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm not talking uh, to, that's not old age. That's in my twenties. It's just that it doesn't stick with me. It doesn't stick with me.
4: It's, it's
2: not- No, and I, I've been on the other end where I've specifically shown a movie to my friend. You have to see this movie. You've got to see this movie. This movie is so awesome. And then two months later, they're like, oh, that sounds cool. And I'm like, dude, I sat you down and showed it to you. Well, there you go.
0: There you go. There are those of us.
3: I purposely showed my parents this bad movie. My parents, well, I don't have a relationship with them now. And it was like kind of working up to it. And because I always got tired of my parents coming over and, like, taking over to TV and watching Braves games and stuff like that. So I was like, um, hey, I, I really want to watch this movie. It was a movie i have seen before. I know they wouldn't like it. But it was Polyester, a John Waters film with big, fat, transvestite divine in it.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I remember I,
3: after they saw that movie, it was like, why the hell did you make us watch this? What, which, <laughs> which divine movie? Polyester. I Polyester. saw that.
0: Wasn't that that was, a ra-
3: I love that movie. Wasn't that yeah, the that movie
0: we, that was done in smell vision
3: Odorama.
0: Odorama. That's what it was.
4: Yeah.
0: They gave you, uh, I went with my friend who said, you idiot. We saw it together. We, we used to go to the movies a lot together. We were teenagers. And um, they, when you walked into the theater, they gave you a card. And yeah. the card had these spots on it with numbers. And then at certain times during the movie, they would flash ding, 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 ding. And it would say number two, number three. And you would scratch it and sniff and get a little taste of what they were sniffing. It was the, the Odorama. That's right. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: but it was, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, Pink Flamingos. See, yeah, I remember parents. those movies.
3: Yeah, my, but my parents definitely did not appreciate that. No, I bit.
0: could imagine they wouldn't. That's not the kind of movie that uh, most, it's a real bad, you're talking about a cult movie. Anything I have uh,
3: Pink Flamingos.
0: Have you seen Pink Flamingos?
3: Oh, yeah, I've seen all the John Waters movies. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Pink Flamingos was out of control. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> Have anybody else seen Pink Flamingos? No, that was just love, that.
3: not not a John Waters fan.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's I, I, I love the birthday taste.
3: scene. Uh, you know the birthday scene where it's a trailer. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Know, big group of you know misfits. You know people wearing Nazis things and this and that, and then they kill the cops to come over to arrest them and cannibalize them and all that kind of stuff. So
0: that was a I want to
3: have
0: John Waters is is mellowed over the years, but that was like a very early John Waters film.
2: Oh yeah. As with all entertainers, John Waters is an example of somebody that I really, really love as a person and I have incredible respect for. I I just love him as a person, his, his actual (laughs) stuff. I'm not a big fan of, you know, Uh, you know, like you can be a fan of a comic, but you don't like their shtick. Yeah, I know um, what you mean, yeah.
0: There's a respect for the person.
2: I'm a big fan of John Waters' The Person. His stuff, you know, (laughs) I I respect it, but I I can take it or leave it. Was
0: Shampoo one of his movies? Was that? The movie Shampoo was not one of his movies? Hairspray. 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 That's the one. I knew there was one that had something to do with hair.
3: Hair. You know, one of the best lines ever delivered on uh, the old Bill Maher Politically Incorrect show, and it was where in some... It was, and it was, it was unfortunate news. It was a you know high school girl at her prom who gave birth, the baby, and you know flushed it down the toilet, or whatever. And that was the news I brought up. And John Waters goes, "Boy, she knew how to really show up the homecoming queen."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's John Waters humor. <laughs> yeah, I wonder.
5: I wonder if that's where, I wonder if that's where Seth McFarlane got the, uh, uh home, uh home, what was it called, uh, prom night dumpster baby? Remember that? Is
0: that from mm-hmm. uh, the the cartoon family, family guy, guy? Family. yeah. Well, John
2: Waters was definitely one of the pioneers of inappropriate humor. Wow,
0: inappropriate you know, pushing
2: pushing the limits of what you thought was funny. And, and really making us examine why we thought something was funny and why we thought something was not funny.
0: In, in his earliest... Uh, yeah,
2: Seth MacFarlane took, certainly took that baton yeah. and ran with it.
0: In his earliest well, uh, movies, though, like like Pink Flamingos, there was a lot not funny about it. It was just shock value. <laughs>
3: yes. And it was in really bad tab- taste. He went after all the taboos. My wife and I... But stitched. He always did shock
2: value so that you could examine why you were shocked about it. I mean, and yeah. he'll say he says that in all of his interviews, you know. Yes, he does shocking stuff, but it's specifically so that you can examine why you're shocked. Right. But my,
3: well, my wife to... I, he, he came to Wilmington about three years ago. My wife and I went to go see him. And as a matter of fact, I think you can find it on like on Netflix. I forgot what it was called, but it was like doing this like one man show talking about his career. And what was hilarious, he was talking about his, you know, pretty much about his early career with Pink Flamingos, Female Troubles. Right. Um, so, all of those. And, and, and so, but anyway, but he was like talking more about that like career. And that was definitely a good percentage of the audience that was only familiar with John Waters for like Hairspray and yeah. Crybaby and more mainstream. Yeah. And, and like the looks on their face is like, was like, what the hell is he talking about? And I, I was I was actually honored to I was ask him a question, you know. The first question, I, uh, well, the first thing I said, well, first thing is uh, one of the questions, a statement. I said, John, I really like to thank you for ruining this song, "Surfing Bird," for me. And he knew that's <laughs> <laughs> from Pink
0: Flamingos with the. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. And so yeah, that's all I wanted to say. But he goes on explaining to it about well, yeah to the audience, and it's like just a shock in their face. It's like. Oh yeah, the party's talking about is with the uh, you know gaping anus. Yeah, I was like yeah. singing a song, yeah. and people were like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And so, um, but cool. my question was to him: was like, how was he able to get Deborah Harry uh, to sing the main the, the theme song for Polyester, and how was he able to get Steve Bader? to be in the movie polyester steve bader used to be at that group called the dead boys mm-hmm. and he was like like oh you know you know big punk rock fan and you know, always loved punk rock and so but i was going to get him to sign I, I brought polyester with me that also said the other card uh, is obviously reproduction but um i was going to have him sign it for me but that line was so long it's like you know uh, that's okay <laughs>
0: Wow, so uh, I, that many people were there, and there was a line that long for them to people to get his autograph. I right?
1: mean,
3: I, I'm not going to say it was a line out the door, but I, I'm not the most patient person. Where I, I'd say there's probably about forty people there. Oh, okay. And it's like it, it, it's so like I, 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 I can get wait this long to maybe get you know, a signature. Might if I ever put this on eBay, may get ten dollars more than what I can.
0: So all these people there to see John Waters and they didn't know about his early work, the stuff that really.
3: I'm not going to say I'm not going to say all of them, but I would say there was definitely a good percentage that just when he was talking about the early stuff about, you know. Yeah. I mean, and he was being blunt. You know, he wasn't censoring. He goes, yeah, when Divine ate the dog shit and all that. And then he called up and saying he's calling for a friend. Yeah. When he said that, I mean, it's like a lot of people like what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that gave us Johnny
0: Depp and Cry Baby. <laughs> yeah, that's early John Waters, though. Experimenting yeah. with the movies. Anyway, anybody else have anything they'd like to bring up here? Open exchange, as it's called. Anybody uh, have anything X. they'd like to exchange? <laughs> no?
3: The X, I, I guess just that's what Jim's just calling quiet, it now. Man. Just been unusually quiet there.
5: I guess he's... Well, I just. Picking my spots. I'm not a big movie fan.
0: You're like me. I'm a movie fan. I just don't know jack about them. You know what I mean? I well,
5: you know, they, yeah. You know, for, for me, it comes from uh, I've seen so many movies hyped up and they suck. So I just quit going. And if I hear a movies really, really good, I'll watch it on HBO.
3: Yeah. I, I definitely don't go as many movies as I used to. And I, even, I even got Netflix. And to be honest with you, it's just the only thing I've been watching lately has been The Walking Dead. I can't really think of the last movie I went to go see.
0: I went to see the Planet of the Apes movie that came out. I saw Melissa, Finn, Maleficent. I, the, you know, I saw the Guardian of the Galaxy. As, my wife likes to go because without her, I, I mean, I could go eight, nine years without going to see a movie, but she enjoys it. So we were going to go this past weekend. I wanted to see The Drop. I heard it was – my brother saw it, um, said it was good. It's the movie, the final movie with James Gandolfini. He plays. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he plays How a guy it? who owns. A, I didn't get to see it. We we it wasn't playing at the theater. I I I'd like to go to, so we'll wait till it gets there. So maybe well, this, have,
5: have you heard reviews? Because I mean, I love that guy. He was great.
0: Uh, my brother liked it. He didn't say it was great. He said it was a good movie. He didn't want. He didn't say it was awesome. He just said it was worth the money. He went to see it. Enjoyed it. You know. Again, he's mm-hmm. like me. You know. Six months from now, he won't remember he saw it. He's not going to. You know. Qu- you know. Quote it or. Or even remember who was in it. I think sounds, like the,
5: <laughs>
2: sounds like the perfect thing to get off Netflix.
5: Yeah, or HBO. Um, I think Gandolfini's problem is, or was, rest in rest in peace. Um, he'll never measure up to Tony Soprano. And
0: well, such a great role. Yeah, and 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 they always make him try to look different. Like in this movie, he's got a beard, very un, unkempt look, because he can't dress. He can't look like Tony Soprano. There's no way you would never see him as anything else. Remember, was, him was,
3: in true, remember him? in True Romance? No. No. Now that's the one with Brad Pitt, in it, right? And um, and who, how-
0: who might you be asking that question to? Yeah, it sounds like chick, chick flick. Uh, you must know all No, what? Was it? Yeah, that's right. He was in that movie. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think he played
3: this like thug, and he beat up that beat the hell out of like the girl in there. And
0: all right, help
5: me out here. I think I have this right, but I don't know the movie. Was James Gandolfini a tough guy, kind of a thug with a beard, in a movie with meatloaf? Or am I confused?
2: I don't know, but James Gandolfini was, in fact, in True, True Romance, who Dennis Hopper also starred in. Yeah. Oh, there
3: you go. And bring it, at, bring uh, it around a the circle. There you go.
0: We brought it <laughs> around full circle.
3: Christian, uh, Christian Slater. Or it? Yep. Yep. Couldn't tell Julian you I didn't the, see Julian it. Julianne Lewis was in that movie, too, wasn't she? Who? Patricia no? Arquette. Yeah. Arquette. All right, right, right. Yeah, that's the one that got beat up by James there.
0: And uh, Jeff's getting that's something right. to show us. No, I mean, just another <laughs> beer. Get the beer. You're showing us a beer.
5: Hey, so, I just... Are you guys bored? I just did something new and different. What's that? What's that? I joined a wine club... And and I'm not a a fan of wine.
0: Well, that wouldn't make sense. Why would you do that?
5: Oh well, it's it's a good friend of mine who started a vineyard from nothing, and he's he's going gangbusters. And um, I found out it's nice to have good wine. Instead of going out to buy a bottle of wine when you go out to dinner, you know, with friends or something, to bring something. And now I'm going to bring them this killer bottle of wine from Oregon. and I just signed up for the wine club, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if they're going to send me shit or what. So they're probably going send... to send you,
0: what, two bottles a month or one bottle a month?
5: No, he said the thing says something about shipments every quarter, and he named off the four months. And uh, I don't know what I'm getting. He may rape my
0: credit card. I don't know. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I belong to a wine club for a bunch of years. It's just like. Yeah, my,
2: my girl belongs to a bunch of wine clubs. Yeah. We have probably 50 or 60 bottles of wine here in the house.
0: <laughs> in a storage
3: shed, you mean?
2: No, no, no. Here in the house. Storage well, shed is too far.
5: <laughs> can, can I tell you a quick story, um, if you don't mind? Uh, this, this friend of mine moved up to Oregon and bought a vineyard that needed a lot of work and wasn't making much money. And uh, him and his partner. Um, they had three huge barns and Foster Farms' chicken would bring chicks every six weeks. And he had to go out there and feed the chicks, um, you know, until they became chickens. And then six weeks later, Foster Farms would pick up... Foster Farms is a chicken place around here on the West Coast. They'd come pick up their chickens and give them, you know, three barns full of chicks. And that supported the winery for like three or four years. Oh, wow. until, Until he finally... You know, we used to call him Chicken Boy and shit like that and give him cracks. But it, um, it takes
0: a while to make wine. So I always wondered yeah, how you get started because <coughs> if you can't well, sell but, wine for three years, what are you doing for three years while no, you're no, making it? No, 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 the,
5: the vineyard was there, but it needed a lot of help and love and care. Sure. And, um, you got to cultivate and, a vintage or, uh,
4: yeah. Yeah.
5: And, and the guy is doing incredible. He got rid of his low life partner and, um, He's just blowing up. It's amazing. And I I want to be part of that success. So I joined his wine club. But um that versus I have a uh, we'll just say a friend who has a lot of money who went up and picked out some grapes and then hired a winemaker and now he makes his own wine. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, that's kinda of bullshit. My my buddy Dave over here, you know, put his blood, sweat, and tears into this for three and four or five well still is it's been ten years now, fifteen years. And, uh, you know, so so the guy who's a friend, who's actually a cousin, <laughs> I don't have anything to do with his wine. And my buddy, I just want to support him. I mean, because this guy really did it right. And it's awesome. Go to Namaste Vineyards and, and you'll Jeff, see. he you gave,
3: you, you gave me an idea there, you know, out there in California, you're sophisticated and all that. And of course, I live in the unsophisticated South. I'm going to start making fucking moonshine. That's what I'm going to start doing. I appreciate the idea. Believe there. it or
2: not, moonshine you you need to get on the you need to get in there right now because moonshine is um, a right. big growing growing um, business around here because <clears throat> go- bourbon bourbon was the big thing you know bourbon has been growing over the last five years or so and it's probably going to continue growing for the next five years urban happens to be my favorite um but the i i see moonshine popping up all over the place which is essentially just corn whiskey yeah, um,
3: just, yeah so a, i think that if you heaven. want to get in on the
2: ground floor now is the time yeah. to do it and you and i mean like in the next 12 months well, isn't otherwise it illegal you're kind of be
1: isn't it yeah. illegal? no no, no. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely. not illegal you have to pay tax oh, on no, it no no um
2: Moonshine's illegal well, there's there's two different definitions of moonshine. Uh, one, moon, one definition is corn whiskey, basically whiskey that's not made from wheat. And the other is the illegal version that everybody always thinks of. And uh, yeah, um, making gotta, moonshine gotta, gotta, illegally is always illegal. Making any alcohol illegally is always illegal. Right. But mo- making moonshine legally is legal. As long as you're Just paying your like taxes. You know, whiskey and vodka and all this stuff. You can make all that stuff in your basement illegally, but if you do it legally
0: Okay, so you're paying your taxes, you're not looking for the revenue (laughs) Right, you know It's not illegal if you consume it yourself and don't sell it. Yeah, no, right, I used to make beer uh, back in, you know, 20 years ago I used to brew you know, brew beer um, (laughs) some good beer, but it's just too much work, and nobody liked it but me because I'm not, not that it wasn't good, but I didn't, I didn't hang around with people who liked anything other than Coors Light and Bud Light. And you know, but that. why
2: would you make beer except for yourself? I mean, you're the only person that matters, right?
0: Yeah, but I, what I'm saying, you're right, but you're making this massive amounts of beer, and you could never, like, you know, you want to have people come over, you have a keg of beer, and you want to. It was just it making off. it for mm-hmm. myself, okay. But that got old after a while. Rob,
2: yeah, Rob. But so, yeah, but no. hypothetically, if I were to, of course, hypothetically, grow a marijuana plant on the on my porch here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're growing it for yourself. You're not growing it for your friends. Who cares what your friends think? It's yeah. just about, you know, it's for yourself.
0: No. Disney, yeah, but I Disney. always Disney. felt alone. Beer is the same way. It is. You're Disney, right. Disney. But I always Disney. felt alone because I, there was no. Like nobody would ever drink it. It was just me drinking this stuff, and it, it was almost like I didn't make it because no one would try it.
5: Right, well, Damien's growing personal <laughs> stash, and that's different. Rob, it's a lot of work need- to brew Rob- beer. For the right, record, right, I have right, nothing Rob.
2: growing on my porch over here. <laughs> I, I don't care, Rob.
0: You just needed to find new friends. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. Hey, has anybody heard this uh, story about the about Danielle Watts? <laughs> Out in Los Angeles. Oops, Skype thing just popped up here. Anybody heard this story? Uh, she was the woman who was uh, in the movie Django Unchained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the hooker. N- well, they thought she was the possibility.
5: Yeah, yeah, she got awesome,
0: awesome. <laughs> she uh, she got into a scuffle last week with police because she refused to show her ID to the police. Uh, it seems that she was sitting in her car with her boyfriend. Um, he's a celebrity chef known as, uh, Sheffy B-Live. He's a white dude, but he has a name like Chefy B-Live. Is he a rapper and, on the side? No, I mean, he's, uh, they were making out and, uh, they were outside the CBS studios in Los Angeles. And, uh, it seems that somebody called the cops because they thought there was something untoward going on. And she refused to show her ID. Um, I tell you as what. Is her right. It, you know, so here's the deal, and this is the question, and then I'm going to play you her interview here, because she did an interview a couple of days later to explain it all, and I felt one way when I read the story, and I felt completely different when I, when I heard her explanation. But, but let me, let's be fair here. Let's be fair and honest for a moment. If, if, a, if a police officer is called, now the cop wasn't driving around looking for anything. He was dispatched to this car because it looked like something illegal was going on. Now I get it. Black woman, white guy, people think maybe we've got a, you know, we got a hooker situation going on here, right? White john, black hooker. But but in the end, to be fair to the cop, the guy's doing his job. He's 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 sent there to find out what's going on. Why wouldn't she just say, "Hey, look, I work here at CBS. This is my boyfriend. Here's my ID. Thank you very much. Please go away." Why yeah, I not it? it
2: was. A, I didn't say it was a good idea to not share your idea. I, I I just said it was within her rights yeah, to not yeah, do so. Yeah, but in a way, it's like she it's was kind of a, a dumbass d- to not do so.
0: Exactly, <laughs> and I. But now, now she has gone ahead and had a chance to think about it, and I believe when I heard this interview with her, I thought to myself. Wow, she makes it sound so different from what I read. But then I'm kind of wondering whether or not now she's had some time to think about it and to make the story, you know, make give the story a little sweet spot. Let me know. Uh, give me your your thoughts on this.
1: And um, we were sitting in his car <laughs> making out um, like like I've done a thousand times before <laughs> with other boyfriends. Um, And um, a man from the building um, that's next to Radford came down and asked us if we could stop putting on a show because he had employees that were trying to work. A squad car pulls up from behind and yells at me to put my hands against the wall. Now I put my hands up and I say, I haven't done anything wrong, I burst into tears because I'm afraid because it's scary to be accosted by cops in that way. I put my hands up and I said, I start crying and I say, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. That's when they force my hands into the handcuffs. And and, cut cut, even cut And force me into the back of their squad car. It's 2014. We have a black president. I am a free person regardless of my color. He's a free person regardless of his color. So to be accosted in that way just triggered a lot of sorrow for our country, for a country. That, that calls itself a land of freedom and something like this can happen to someone who's college educated, who's a working citizen, who's a responsible member of a society. It baffles my mind that being a black and white couple could be a reason to be profiled.
0: So what do you think of that? Reality
5: check. She was afraid of being black in LA and rightfully so. Really? Really? I, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's right, but she was right to be afraid because the cops see her black you know black girl white guy you're a hooker yeah she was a victim of uh, racism no doubt Damien
2: she said it herself she they were asked by the employees of the hotel to please do that elsewhere right you know and stop doing this here and they did not and what are the employees of the hotel supposed to do you know and so watch yeah it was it's not about race at all and she made it all about race if you and i you and me rob were doing that in front of the hotel you better believe they would ask us to please move along and do that (laughs) elsewhere you know i I mean agree.
0: i would agree i mean uh, that's what i'm saying it's like
2: whether we were gay or whether we were black you know they would they you know, people get uncomfortable with public displays of affection, and if you're seriously <laughs> making out, and if you're seriously making out, you might be like groping. petting a little bit, right? Yeah, groping a little bit, yeah. You know, you are probably you should expect to be asked to please move
5: along. Okay, Damien, I, I disagree with you. If it was a white on white couple, I'll bet you the call would never have been made.
2: Oh, if it was me, right. and Bob, I
5: disagree. I disagree. Well, no. being robbed? well, there's a gay section of LA, but no, my point is if it was white guy, white girl, I'll bet you the call would have never been made. I disagree. This, I, disagree
0: I disagree because disagree. because the uh, we heard straight up that the the the, the, the 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 owner of the business wanted his people to get back to work instead of gawking out the window looking at these two make out.
5: Right, because they were looking at a hooker and a John, so they thought. No. They and, were looking at how, how many? You're at how a hot many,
2: Girl and a guy making out, right. probably near a limo or a town well, car. so let me, the, and, and and, and let me
0: No, they were in people. her Mercedes. They were in her Mercedes. If, 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 if in that's her the Mercedes, case,
5: okay. if, if that's the case, their only crime is not taking video.
2: So no, their only crime is not having common sense and moving a fuck along. Just
5: just drive a the, block I'm away and the they people. would have been fine. Yeah, and if the people complaining should have taken video. Thank you Damien
0: jeez I don't know I I, I think uh, it's a whole lot to do about nothing it's just the cops come along if you didn't stop if you didn't stop and and when when the guy came over and said hey could you guys just move along I've got a, a an office full of people who are staring at you do you want to be stared at not to mention <laughs> I need them to get back to work Well, clearly yes well maybe clearly yes maybe they <laughs> so got off on public that
2: figure they may actually get off on it
0: and if that's the okay. case then they then they um, deserve what they get. Because uh, they're not respecting other people's, uh, you know, well, hold on, sensibilities.
5: Hold on. You, you, know, you know what they got? I've never heard of this woman prior to this. So what they got was free press. No,
0: she's a she's a, working on a, a she's got a show now. And she was in Django uh, Django Unchained. She's not a nobody. You might not have, you know, she's not a household name. But I never go by that because of previous discussion. I don't know one actress from another, so I don't know how popular or unpopular she is. And Jeff, you and I are the same in that regard. You don't pay attention to actors and actresses, so I, I, it's hard for me to say. If it were Robert De Niro, I'd say, "Wow, Robert De Niro!" But anybody else? Well, that, that's, yeah. that's
5: exactly my point, Rob. After this show, I'm going to Google her and see what she looks like. More yeah, press, then, she's, more uh, press. She's a, she's a cute. But none
2: of that actually matters because people are people, and people should know that when somebody asks them to please stop doing this here and on our property and move along, they should just be respectful and do that. Correct. And oh, if Delia,
3: they don't no. do that, they
2: should they should expect any sort of consequences for that. Right. And, and some Delia. of them some of them may not be very uh, rational consequences, but. They should expect some sort of consequence. And yeah, if you're, you're rational,
0: you're,
5: Damien, you're just following the letter of the law, the book, and, no. and life is life no. is not
2: that th- way. Th- that's
0: not true at but all. Don't it's-
2: you expect that life follows the letter of the law? If you're not gonna be in a all. public place, don't you expect that? Jeff, yeah, hey, hey, not, I'm hey, not hey, saying hey. I agree with it. No. I'm just hey. saying you should
5: expect that to be. Let's, let's have the cops come see what's going on because I know we're not a hooker and a John. I can prove it, so it's all good. Let's have fun with this.
0: Really, let's have fun with this. So then you get sure, what you expect. So now not? I've got a guy no, who's – go ahead, Rin. Uh It's more I'm better than you. you. You don't tell me what to do. I, that, I think that it's, it's the
1: arrogance of being in a, in a big movie.
0: Could be. Yeah, that's another, that's another way to look at it. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is you got to show respect to the law to some degree. You know, this whole thing that it's your, it's your right and privilege not to show your ID. Well, these guys work for a living. They're out there doing their job. They're damned if they do. They're damned if they don't. So the guy's just asking you for your ID. Who are you? Why are you here? Why are you not heeding this man, this, this guy in this building, asking you to leave? You must be right. a troublemaker. In my mind, if you're not going to leave, then you're a troublemaker. Now I'm going to not treat you with the respect that I might have if you would have said, can I see your ID? <sighs> all right. Uh, you know what? Maybe you should move along. The people in this building complain. Oh, I'm, here to, I'm here to address this.
3: Are you talking about that actress? Yes. That yes, actress? we are. Uh, Doug. You're
5: behind the curve here, Doug. What I know. Are you, I what, I I know. what are you thinking, Rob? The, this is an, an actress, a high profile, I guess. It's all about her Do you think she thought for two lousy seconds about that cop? You're right, by the way, Rob. But do you think she gave a goddamn about that cop? No, it was all about her.
0: Exactly. You're right. That's what I'm saying. That's what's wrong with it. It's all about her.
3: And the uh, the
0: cop. How easily
3: could she make that cry? I mean, being an actress, she can do a very convincing cry. So you just wonder how much was that because she was really hurt? Or how much she wanna make it about herself, and she's gonna do it by crying.
0: And she's and she's making a big deal about it in the press. It isn't she's just letting this go away. So what is she trying to do? Make the police look bad? She can't make the guy who she's, complained about her look bad. Because
1: she's trying to get an apology.
0: She don't no, deserve an apology. There, there's there's no yes. such thing
5: as bad press. Right? I Not guess. when
2: <laughs> half of the public thinks that you're in the right and the other half that thinks no, that no, you're no. an
5: idiot. No, Joe, idiot like me has never heard of her, but I'm going to Google her. That site's going to get another hit, and there's ten thousand people like me, and all of a sudden they're going to charge more for advertising. And I'm sorry, follow the money.
3: And I, I love that movie, but to be honest with you, yeah, her name, yeah, when the only way I recognize it is because when I said Django Unchained, it's like, oh, that was Django's wife. I had no idea who she was before, you know, it wasn't like she was a Whitney Houston or anything like that. Right.
4: And And I'm not going to
2: be Googling her. I don't give a shit who she is. And I'm, I'm, you know, um, I'm basing this entirely on the news that I've heard from here and online. And, you know, I'm not going to be investigating it any further. My opinion is based entirely on the hearsay that I've heard. And it's probably not going to go any further because I really don't give a shit.
5: I would well, agree. I'll Google a good-looking woman any
0: day.
2: Well, <laughs> is that what the kids that, are calling it? Absolutely, your prerogative, Jeff. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I I just brought it up for the for the bigger picture of uh, who you know. I was brought up. Maybe this is old-time thinking. I was brought up to respect the police to to that the police are there to. Now I know that this is you know. Uh, <laughs> This is a fairy tale, too, that the police are your friends and, you know, you should always, you know, but look, you have to respect to some degree. These guys are out there doing a job and they're trying to, they're human beings who are trying to take a situation and they have to make a quick, they have to make a snap decision on what this is and how do they react in it, right? And if you're not going to say, hey, look, guys, and I know how I would handle the police, hey, look. You know, this is just, you know, my my girlfriend, uh, my boyfriend and I there, you know, there's nothing going on here. We work together. We were just at work right next door here at CBS. Maybe we shouldn't have been doing this. You know what? We'll leave. And the guy would have said, OK, and you'd have been gone. And I, I Jeff shaking his head. I I can't believe that the what the police is going to say. No, I'm going to, you know, give you a hard time. You're being polite. You're being, you know, no, level headed.
5: No, Rob, you're, you're not getting it. You were brought up properly shame on you well so it's a okay. s- societal it's <laughs> no right she, she, she's a movie star it's all about me i and again i'm going to repeat she wasn't thinking about the cops you on the other hand people like me and like, i assume us on this panel were brought up properly to respect the police but not her when everything was handed to her because i assume she's beautiful I haven't seen her but i will hear in about yeah. eight eight minutes
4: and so I they mean, don't they don't I care don't...
3: I had a little, like a little running with the cop, uh, a police officer, last week, and uh, actually, it, I mean, I shouldn't say. It, it, I mean, what it was I was really good. What happened was, I was like taking, I found like this old abandoned school, and so I'm, I go behind the school, and I'm snapping away and all that, and just you know, oblivious to what's going on around me. And I turn around, there's that police car right next to my car over there. So I do, yeah. You know, I did the old clutch to chest, like you just gave me a heart attack. I had no idea you're behind me, but anyway, the police officer was like just super nice. He goes, "Just, yeah, I told him, I said I just like find these things fascinating." Man, that guy gave me the whole history of that building and all that kind of stuff, and gave me some other
0: locations to take. I think it's about being human, right? You p- treat people like human beings, you're you're more likely to uh, to you know be treated like a human in return. Rin, you had your hand up.
1: Yeah. Do you think it's um, the black-white thing?
0: No. I'm sorry, I don't.
1: Okay. Not in this
0: particular case, I don't. Now, the initial phone call. Now, all right, how many Johns make out with their hookers? They were making out. Uh,
2: I do. That's a good question.
3: <laughs> you know, they were good in a point. car,
0: so if it's a streetwalker, he's just not making out with you.
3: And I you know, don't a with have to pay for it. I'm going to get my money's worth.
5: Yeah, actually, actually all, all the chicks dig me, so I do. But back to you, Doug. Um, if if you were like some movie star and you told the cop, leave me alone, I'm taking pictures, you'd have had a problem. Exactly. I don't for want to tell you who I to, am.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, if
5: I had attitude and
3: all that, I mean.
5: Right. Well, well yeah. she did. But, Doug, I guess somehow, miraculously, you were brought up okay and you were respectful and it all turned out good. Yeah,
0: well.
3: Well, I mean, and plus I'm in sales too, so I mean I'm not saying I'm the best salesman out there. You know, I do have. I'm very comfortable when I'm speaking. I, I yeah, you know, I can try to read somebody and you know. Yeah,
0: you know, personal what skills. To
3: what to say and, and, you know, and even if they're being a jerk, I'm not going to be a jerk back to them. You know, it's like, hey, you know, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, but this this guy was super nice. I mean, it got to a point where it's like. Hey, listen, uh, any chance I can go inside the school and take some pictures? (laughs) Doug, (laughs) Doug,
5: (laughs) Doug, Doug, he was super nice because you were nice and you treated
0: him with respect. And you know what? The boyfriend was nice. He showed his ID. It was her.
2: Yeah, no, he was nice because, uh, and I've learned this over many, many years of working in retail and now working in a secure facility, that um, cops are... Hired out of the general populace, and, and police are people too. No question. And they have all sorts of people reactions, and um, they just want you to work with them just like you want them to exactly. work with you. And, yeah. you know,
0: hey, look, I, I don't know. I was called, I was sent here to find out what's going on here. Just right? help me out and let's move on. That's I'm just be trying my, to do my job uh, here. Exactly. And if I
2: don't do my job, I could be fired,
3: man. Do you yeah, want I'm, me to be fired? I'm still waiting for the day. Though as, that was the first time it happened because there's been some times I've gone to some places where it's like, you know, no trespassing. <laughs> and, but now I'm starting to kind of like, you know, it was like one place I went to, uh, no trespassing, it was old school. and found out somebody was living in one of the classrooms there. And now it was... Thing with a police officer, I you know I might kind of start. Yeah, you know,
0: I had a I, more careful. When I was a, a twenty year old, I was working in a bank, and uh, we, we were working uh, these long shifts because it was a new bank. And we were open till eleven o'clock at night. We were giving out it was the you know, the drive where they give away shit, you know, for a month to get money into the bank, right? So it was eleven o'clock at night and we're all getting ready to leave. It was, you know, long day. You're there from nine in the morning till eleven o'clock at night, and you do that for a whole month. And we're getting ready to leave. And I was walking this girl that I worked with out to her car, and her car wouldn't start. Somehow she left her, her lights on or something, the battery was dead. She couldn't and, and what that's what it was. Her keys were in the ignition and the batteries were dead. She couldn't get into the car, so we called the police, right? Figured, all right, let's call the police. They'll help us. Well, the police did nothing but antagonize, made her cry, and I, I said to him, really? I, I, I was straight up and said, you know, you see what's going on here. This girl is, now you've made her upset. She's, it's 11 o'clock at night. She's been working for some 14 hours right here in this building, and you're giving her a hard time. I mean, it, like, like you said, it takes all kinds. They're human. Who knows what kind of a day he had. Did he? (laughs) No, he didn't tase us. And he didn't work with us. He just he left. I said, you know, can you give us a ride to or can you make a phone? There's no cell phones. This is the 70s. Can you make a phone call? Can you can you, you know, can you do something to help us? And he said no. And he got on his way and he left. And that that kind of was the first time in my life as a 20 year old that, you know what? The police aren't necessarily your friend. They're not necessarily here to help you. But it takes all kind. It takes he all was, kinds.
5: He was mad at you for not calling AAA or a tow truck.
0: Oh, with AAA, we were we were twenty well, year olds. How many twenty year olds belong to AAA? Well, well I and also, a you, you know, to you, you
2: gotta yeah. keep in mind that, like I said, cops are people too, and yeah. that cop may have had a very long and really shitty day. Exactly. And cops, in particular, probably always have shitty days compared to you and me. Yeah, yeah. You know,
3: I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I remember yeah. I came across. I remember I came across my like shitty cop when I was like 12 years old uh, it Was me and his buddy of mine were riding our motorcycles. And it was like this uh, ballpark slash football fields that we had permission to ride on. Anyway, this, you know, Barney five comes down with his partner and um, just, you know, this starts harassing the hell out of us. 20 and, seconds, Doug. Uh, anyway,
0: <laughs> it's just a guy just we're running up just, on the top of the hour.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I just pretty much told the guy. It was like, we have permission right here. You can't tell us we don't have right here. And you go talk to that person. They give us permission. And he sends his partner over there while his partner's over there. And he's like just blasts us how He's going to impound our motorcycles from us and this and that. Ten seconds. Then the partner comes back and We're says. We're coming up
0: on a hard network out.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: but no,
3: he's pissed at me because he couldn't do anything to us. Great story, right. Doug. Thank you. Thank you,
0: everybody. <laughs> Jeff. Damien, Rin, and Doug had a good time again tonight. Hopefully we'll see you next. Alex Bennett's ramble is up next, followed by Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content here on the Great American Broadcast Network. Of course, tomorrow night in uh, Jim's time slot is is, uh, Miranda Janelle and Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle. I will see you tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on GabNet. Have a good night, all.